0: listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. We a refuse for
1: great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're harsh true. if you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuse, refuse. Break geek, geek, Refuge, Refuge, don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that, don't be a cheese bag, cause round here we don't do that. Oh, sh- to space out. <laughs> hey look at that, it's 1045. You it's just, I, there, was this, there was this brief moment where I was like, oh man, what if we fill this room up? That would be crazy. That's not going to happen. What if, what if we, it did? What if we fill up the front row? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, yes, this is my crowd. Um,
2: <laughs> I want to I wanna state first to anybody who's here, thank you. Like that's, that's awesome. The fact that you guys took time out of your day to swing by and see a couple of nerds talking about nerd stuff is, is, is pretty awesome. Um, we have business cards. Right up there by the projector, because we're not using the the projector, because I didn't think to do anything visual, because we're a podcast. Um, But also, hey, wait, there's more. We also have stickers.
1: Oh, more people. Uh, Yeah. Hi, more people. (laughs) Hello, more people. Oh, man, the novelty um, continues the, to grow. The stickers
2: come in many different varieties. Uh, there is the very famous at-the-diner design that uh, Mr. James Rambo did.
1: Oh, me? Yes, <laughs> with, with Ripley the robot, who's our uh,
2: mascot, winking, because, you know, who doesn't like a winking robot? Uh, but we also have the original design that... Um, and on all, there's stories to all of this, of course, because that's why we're here. Um, the original robot um, that Andy Barsh did seven years ago? Wow, geez, we've been around that long. Um, we also have, if you've listened to the podcast, we make MC, um, we make it stand for something different every single time. Um, so for a while it was Master Cheezer. Um, and then we made him have his own restaurant, which is Master, Master Cheezer's Mac and Cheese Creations. So there's a sticker for that if you want a sticker for a fake restaurant. Um, I think that's all of them, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Okay. There's the three yeah. varieties. Yeah. So hi, friends. Hello. Um, We're the Great Geek Refuge. Uh, It's myself, Mike Lonsford. I'm the Editor-in-Chief. I'm also the person that created the website back in 2014. It doesn't feel like it's been seven years, so let me state that up front. Uh, I want to introduce our wonderful panelists first, and then I'll give you guys kind of a uh, a history lesson on on how this all started. To my direct right here, we have the... You should introduce him first. Oh, I should? (laughs) Yeah, because he's like a
0: host. (laughs) I'm just a guest.
2: This this is why we keep him around, (laughs) because all of this professional (laughs) guidance that we get. Um, My co-host for going on two years now? Yeah, it's been like two years. Um, If you don't know, he's a wonderfully talented visual artist. Um, One of my favorite art pieces of all time is something he gave me as a gift. It's a picture of Daredevil that I have on, like, above my desk that I I look at all the time and, and enjoy very, very much. Um, But not only is he a wonderful artist, he's also blessed with the gift of gab, so much so when it comes to his knowledge of things, comic book and movie, uh, we've dubbed him the professor because he schools us on a regular basis. In fact, uh, there's a new segment on the podcast that we call uh, Whenever I Like a Movie, um, Here's Why You're Wrong, Mike, um, and that would be James Rambo. That makes me sound like such
1: an asshole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's, it's, It's more of a... Well, here are the factors you may not have considered. Oh, really? I really oh. like the Captain Carter what if episode. Yeah, that's great, Mike, but here's why you're wrong. It's all of these
2: things are wrong with it. Captain yeah.
1: Carter is great. Like seeing Peggy be a badass is awesome. I'm very much looking forward to more of that. I wish the show was better. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the anime I wish Disney did what Disney can do and is known for doing, instead of being like, Hey, look how pretty these renders are. Yeah, we're not gonna try with the mouth animations. But, but it, see, shiny, look how shiny. <laughs> um, what do you got against shiny? Yeah. I got nothing wrong with shiny. Alex Ross has made a career on shiny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more
2: people, hello people. Yeah. Hi. If you would like, there are business cards up here. Also, we have wonderful
0: stickers. We as do well. have stickers. There are stickers for all of you wonderful, beautiful people. Are, are you going to acknowledge every new person that comes in the room? Yes, I think it's only appropriate.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I mean,
1: come on. and it's eleven thirty. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hey, second,
2: hey. the second panelist, uh, the man to my direct right, uh, that I tried to introduce first, but he was so gracious to make sure I introduced my co-host first. Uh, You know him, you love him. He is the host of the Fantastic Forum, which can be heard Saturdays at 4 on WERA 96.7 FM in the Arlington area or via WERA.FM. But also, he has a podcast on the GDR Pirate Radio Network. His name is Ulysses E. Campbell. Thank you so much. Thank you. Polite golf applause. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. With the with the applause like that, I feel like we have to like turn the octave down and be like an NPR mode where it's like,
1: yes. And today we're going to be talking about podcasts. So happy to welcome Ulysses Campbell to the show. Hi, Ulysses. Actually, I feel like I'm getting ready to make that putt. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: he's sizing um, it up. (laughs)
2: <laughs> a little a little history lesson. So how did GGR start? Um, it actually started here. It started at AwesomeCon. Um, about seven years ago, I uh, wrote a comic book with a buddy of mine named Ben Shaw. Um, and he was like, well, what if we go to AwesomeCon and sell it? And I was like, people don't want to buy our book. And he was like, you'd be surprised. And we did, and we sold out. It was awesome. Um, unfortunately, though, one of the things that I noticed was there was a... Um, a, a a woman who was dressed as Princess Leia in the infamous Return of the Jedi outfit. Like, everybody knows what we're talking about here, right? Very cool. You know, hey, cool. Great costume. I like the Leia thing that you got going on. But there were gentlemen that were there who felt that they had the right to disparage this woman for the way she looked. And, um, wow, just talking about it, like, it's, it's still making me angry. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't have a filter sometimes when it comes to things like that. And I remember saying to those guys, hey, and I'll keep it censored for the, for the panel, um, hey, why don't you guys shut the front door? Um, because this person is either dressed like Princess Leia for two reasons. One, they love the fandom, or two, they're with somebody, a friend, a significant other, who loves the fandom, and they did this for them. And I remember being so mad, I was shaking, and I ended up saying, like, this is wrong. This isn't what this is supposed to be. This isn't what geekdom is supposed to be. We shouldn't have to deal with this across the board because I, it's one of the things I just can't stand. And that's kind of how the website started. The first, the first image I ever did for the website was a picture of Jesus with his arms wide and it said, welcome all to my geeky nerdy table. Um, in retrospect, that was probably a little blasphemous. So I changed it to a nice little robot with a smiley face.
1: I mean, it's not as though Jesus wouldn't welcome everybody to his geeky nerdy table. <laughs> He would be the first one to be like, hey, you guys want to play some Catan? <laughs> <laughs> this,
2: is, this is true. This is true. Um, initially, the creation of the website was with, another, was with another person um, who is no longer part of the website for various reasons. Um, but for a very, very long time, the creation of and the sharing of articles and podcasts and all of that stuff felt like a very, very lonely venture. It was mostly just me. 99% of the work was was on my plate. Um, within the last couple of years, though, I've been very fortunate to start getting more people to be involved in this. Yuli, um, I don't even know how long we've been friends now. It's been five, six years now? Something like that. He was one of the it first- It feels
0: a lot shorter.
2: It so. does, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first people to pat me on the back and say, um, hey, you're doing something good here, so you should keep up with this, and like, I think that you've, you're really onto something. And as much as you believe in something, as much as you think something is awesome, if you don't have the validation, it, it sometimes, it, it's sometimes hard to keep yourself motivated. You know, It's hard to be like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this thing when it's just like you're screaming into the void and nothing comes back. Um, but luckily, through process of elimination, um, I've found some really, really awesome people. And one of them is right down here, Mr. Mr. James Rambo, who I met through Yuli's show. Um, and we became friends because I made a joke about, oh, well, why does Tom Cruise need to be in a Green Lantern thing? They should just have Dennis Quaid do it. And Rambo looked at me and he goes, oh, you mean uh, Dennis Quaid is a test pilot um, who goes through wacky adventures? You mean like inner space? And I stopped and I was like... All right, yeah. Well,
1: now, now, specifically, though, you were like, oh, what, the Top Gun guy is going to be Green Lantern's. You know, it's a, it's a little derivative. And then you were like, Dennis Quaid. And I go, yeah, like, inner space. You, it, oh, well, yes, yeah, so I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I like, <laughs> okay, yeah. like that. Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> um, and then I invited him on the show. I was like, do you want to be part of this? And he was like, yeah, I guess. I don't got anything else to do. Um, and it started off as like a guest spot, and then he it grew from there. Um, Mr. Brooks down here, uh, as well, was the same. Um, we, I was working for another outlet. Um, and he submitted, like, hey, I want to be part of this thing that you're doing. And we got to talking. And one thing led to another with the conversation. We started talking about geeky, nerdy stuff. And you could hear the change in his voice. Like oh yes well I know how to do these things with audio I know how to edit audio and I know how to do this and I'm like uh, well what kind of stuff are you into like comic books or anything oh dude let me tell you about this and I'm like oh wait a minute I just touched a nerve here okay cool he's gonna be a GGR
1: guy all right yeah, this will work out instant changeover from interview voice to uh, the actually interested voice yeah, I'm exactly. not pitching you anymore i be like oh thing huh, huh, yeah yeah. <laughs> Um, one of the great things about doing this has been how it's
2: evolved. And I want to make that clear, too, for, for anybody who's here, we're not up here to pat ourselves on the back. We're not here to say, like, mission accomplished, we're done, there's no better that we could possibly get. No. We, we can. And it's a constantly evolving thing. It's something that we always want to try to be better than we were the day before. And for a perfect example of that is we've been trying to add more representation, because right now a very male panel, as you can tell. Um, because of circumstances beyond our control, and I was telling a lot of you who were here uh, before we started, we had three different uh, women who we wanted to be part of this, who were part of GGR, who just couldn't do it. Uh, one, because of there's a pandemic, and one of them, unfortunately, is immunocompromised, and she said, I'm, I'm just really not comfortable being in public right now. Fair. Another one lives in Alabama, which, I mean, it's not really just like, you know, jaunt up 95, like it's it takes a so while. It's just
0: so
1: unreasonable that Mariah wasn't willing to drive the, what, you know, 9, 10 hours? The six
2: days in Sherpas I mean, it requires to get like, from Alabama you know, to Virginia, I yes. I thought you were
1: dedicated. I, I you know, I question your dedication to Sparkle Motion. Anybody? Donnie Darko? No? <laughs> hey, Mark got it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sometimes we'll do those deep cut jokes just for one person. You're welcome, Mark. Um, if I can reach one person. <laughs>
1: 100%.
2: We, we also have another contributor, Jess, who um, just as far as like being out in public right now is, was too much for her to handle and I can't fault any of them for that. But the great thing about this is they've all said to me almost unanimously, I can't wait till there's another one because I want to do this again. So that's what this is about. Um, being welcoming. It's hard sometimes because you love something very, very much. Um, and I'll pass it to these guys, too, because I have talked a lot already. Um, but just because you love something doesn't mean you have to potentially protect it. Other people being fans of Batman, just because you've read every comic book and read every, and watched every movie and seen the animated series and, and all of that, just because somebody else doesn't have that same level doesn't mean that they're any worse than you or better than you. There, there's no level here. Like. Um, I'm going to let him quote it because he has a great quote that I use all the time now about why all of this new stuff that's coming out about fandoms that we all love is a great thing. Um, Yuli, when you're talking about like the rising tide, like that's just one of my favorite quotes that you, you say to me.
0: Oh, the rising tide that lifts all boats.
2: Yeah. Just because the new Star Wars series is the one that's popular right now, is the one that they're marketing, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't take away from the other ones. It's still rising it up because it's bringing interest. You're getting more money, you're getting more interest in this thing that you love. And that's not a bad thing at
0: all. Mm-hmm. No, and just to you know, sort of throw into that, um, Leonard Nimoy, the late Leonard Nimoy, uh, and I'm a huge Star Trek fan, by the way. Um, you know, not as big a fan of the J.J. Abrams Trek, but here's the thing, Leonard Nimoy was, because Star Trek, uh, and, and it's, it's important frequently, to look at the dynamics behind uh, whatever it is that you're a fan of, and so the original Star Trek, looking at the uh, socio-political dynamics of the 1960s, it's a little easier to understand about that particular show and why it became important. Anyway, though, so um, Leonard Nimoy was saying that uh, you know, for it, it, where I was going with this is the fact that. Star Trek was all about inclusion and for people who are fans of Star Trek to all of a sudden say, well, I don't like this Star Trek versus that Star Trek, you know, is 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 kind of counter to what the whole thing is supposed to be about. And so uh, Leonard Nimoy was saying before he uh, was in that uh, first Abrams Trek movie, uh, he, he uh, observed this and said where does Star Trek want to take you now? You know, I mean, if you're a fan of this thing, well, you know, go along with it and see what they're talking about. And maybe it's someplace that you're going to like, but you don't know unless you give it a chance and you sort of go along with it. And, you know, and and, and I absolutely appreciate that because, you know, the fandom itself evolves over time. And, you know, it's just like you look at, comic books and and the initial inception of some of these comic characters. You know, the, the landscape was overwhelmingly white. It was overwhelmingly male. And, you know, as you have a more diverse audience that is interested and engaged in this, you know, people want to see characters that represent them. And so it's quite natural and acceptable that there are going to be, you know, more characters of color, You know, different characters from, excuse me, from marginalized groups. Uh, You know, I mean, this is, this is, hey, shoot, I was just uh, in a panel yesterday, um, you know, with uh, uh, Archie, it was Dan Parent, who had created the Kevin Keller character. You know, first uh, gay character, first openly gay character in Archie you know and this is like Archie it's like whoa wait a second cuz that was i mean he had to he had to kind of well he didn't have to fight when he finally introduced the character he was telling me but when he first came up with the idea Archie was not embracing this you know but the key is is that Archie even has a very diverse group of fans and people who read the book and you know they were not seeing themselves represented in some of these characters, and, and that's noteworthy.
2: Yeah, 100%, and um, part of the reason why I feel that Mr. Rambo down here is very qualified to discuss these things is, how, how long did you work at Victory, or various other comic books? Um
1: Off and on, different shops, probably about a decade. And how often did you run mm-hmm. into stuff like this, where you uh, would have somebody start like gauging? The number of times sort of I've had to hear the phrase, well, that's not really blank, it's just like, Okay. Then don't read it. <laughs> don't watch the movie. Don't watch the show. Don't like a, a a thing I frequently say on the show is like don't engage with media you don't like. Don't hate watch things. There's no reason to. We have so much content we have access to. There are so many voices that are being heard. There are so many new things that people can see and read and, and listen to. And you're going to pick the thing that you think you won't like. <laughs> There's, I'm, I'm sure there's a reason and a logic to that, like your own self-hatred, but beyond that, like what is, th- the, well, the phrase I keep coming back to of late, like what's to be gained? How do you come out on top? If you listen to something that you're like, you, you know, Yuli says he's, he didn't really dig the, the Abrams track, right? But he watched it, he gave it a, he gave it a fair shake. It's one thing the one thing. his microphone something.
2: wasn't on. I, was, I thought it might have been off. I was just making sure. I'm sorry. No, I was, so, I, 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 like, I, I, I was absolutely like, looking no, at that. You were? Okay, uh, all right. Yeah. So we're not just... <laughs> okay, no, it's not just some weird tech. No. Okay, all right, sorry. No, sorry, I, to, I, sorry I, I,
0: I actually had that happen. I'm saying, hey, you missed up Rambo's flow. That's okay. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> why you got to ruin my flow? Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's... it's it's one thing to be like, all right, this is this is something new. This is something I'm not used to. I'm not sure how I feel. Let me give it a shot. And hey, I didn't like it. That's fine. You're going to keep running into things you don't like. Um, it's another thing entirely to see, oh... I don't know, a bunch of women at the top of their game in comedy being Ghostbusters and be like, uh, (laughs) that's not the real Ghostbusters. Um, (laughs) No, the real Ghostbusters was was an animated series in the 90s. Um, It's, I don't understand. Like, don't you want this to be successful? Don't you want more of the thing you like? Um, I I was reading some tweet by some jackass the other day about how like he he, he hopes that someone will eventually buy Marvel and make it the way, and I swear to God he said, the way it used to be when I used to read comics with my dad. Like, okay, bud, no one is going to buy Marvel comics from Disney, build you a total recall machine, and then you can live those memories again. It's not (laughs) happening. So either make peace with what is new and what is different and the fact that, you know, Transformers. Transformers is a great example of a changing fandom that went from a bunch of dusty old white men... (laughs) To Dusty. a bunch of queer femme folk. Like all the people I know who love Transformers now are either in they're in completely disparate categories. They are either very like like very male presenting men, or they are very like completely different women and and non-binary folks. And and it's because James Robinson did a very different take he he took things he took his story to a logical conclusion, which like also, let's not forget that that's a good idea. Like, if trans is in the name, <laughs> if the characters are designed to turn from one thing to another, and you're like, huh, I don't know why they're making this so gay. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, bud. <laughs> like, if that's the line you're going to draw, maybe, I mean, like, you might as well complain about Star Trek being too political. I have like,
0: a, <laughs> I have oh, a friend. Everything me. is too political. It's like, don't. You, that's the basis for all of this. Yes. I have a friend
2: who uh, recently transitioned, and one of the things that we were having a conversation with about was uh, she told me, she's like, You know, I wish when I transitioned I made that transforming sound.
1: <laughs> and I told
2: her, I was like, uh, We can, like, I'm sure, we can get you like an audio file, and you can
1: just do, I mean, they like, officially we'll make this get happen. their and name they changed, they get their new license, and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be phenomenal. Um, just imagine that. Like, these are my pronouns. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, to a large degree, I just feel sorry for these people yeah. who are like, no, Star Trek is this, and it's only this, and it's the only way it can be, and if it's not, then I don't like it, and no one should like it, and it's all bad. Like, it's unfortunate that you don't like Discovery. That's a bummer. Don't watch it don't talk about it. Don't have conversations with people about it, mostly because you're probably not going to be informed and you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're missing out though, man. There
2: was a frigging water bear that was just murdering folks yeah. in the first season. It was See, Star Trek. Star Trek turned into, into horror for like two episodes. Yeah. Weird and <laughs> new. Um, and like... Not only that, that guy from Harry Potter was like kind of cool. Like he was the captain. Oh, Jason Isaacs? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jason Isaacs, is, his yeah. weird fake Southern accent that he was it's doing. He's very, very charming. Where track, are you man. from? I'm from
1: the South. He's uh, that's, that's a no, lot it, of places, man. Where in the South, the South. It's funny if you if you look at a lot of Brits who do American accents, if they're not particularly good or they're not particularly like from a specific region, mm-hmm. yeah. they tend to sound like Southern yeah. accents because the American Southern accent sounds much more like the old, like the original English accent from the colonies than it does uh, than like the, the modern English accent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like that's, how, that's it Michael easier, It's easier to cover too because like mm-hmm. you can just—it's generic in a way. Yeah. That's why Michael Caine's American accent always sounds like he's from the South, because he—he's like I—I I have Oscars, and so many awards, so so I don't y'all care. We all want some. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I am um... the, th- the thing no, stop um, the thing that I <laughs> the thing I really like about um my, honestly I I I don't know if I like reading or ex- experiencing the media al- I like more or less than I like sharing it with other people like that is my favorite thing about being a big nerd being a big geek is I get to talk to somebody who has, like if, if I run into somebody who has, like if you haven't seen like tenants, doctor who, or you haven't seen uh, monster squad, or you haven't read a bunch of Superman comics, I get to be the guy that's like, blah, blah, blah. so here's, here's, here's all this stuff. And, and, and you can, and you watch this episode. You should probably watch this episode. Cause it's not very good, but you can watch this and this and this, like I get to be the person assuming that they're, you know, willing to hear from me. Um, that welcome, I, I get to kick open the door and like welcome people into this world. Like, hey, here's this thing I love, let me share that with you. Yeah. Why wouldn't you wanna do that all of the time with anybody who wants to hear about it? Like, that's what blows my mind. When, when we gatekeep stuff, when we, when we try to find who, the, who are the real fans. Like, first of all- Do you like this thing? Yeah, you're a fan. You're a fan, congratulations. I don't... Get, people so quickly, so so conveniently forget that they were new to something too once. So this idea that like, some, now you're an expert, great, well there was a time when you weren't. There was a time when this was your first Batman comic. There was a time when you had never seen uh, a Superman serial or, or any number of things. So keep that in mind and be like, oh great, well we saved you a seat, let's talk about that thing. Um, It's, it's not hard. And if you, if you really love something, don't you want it to keep going? Because if not, that's cool too. Like nobody went and erased your, your VHS of the Bill Murray Ghostbusters when the new one came out. Just go watch the movie again.
2: Um, or, that was actually in the case too, as instructions you had to.
1: Yeah, there were, yeah, there were a bunch of men in black who showed up with like the big like, electromagnets and they were yeah. just going over everybody's uh, uh, shelves. Um, or, maybe you say, hey, this is a new interpretation of something. Um, this is, it's not what I'm used to, but maybe it'll be good. And you give it a shot and you see what it's like. And if you like it, which, hey, you might you tell somebody else about it, and then they like it, and then they share it, and then it gets bigger, and it makes more money, and more... And, hey, we live in a capitalist hellscape. So if it is making money, we want to make more of it. So it keeps proliferating. It keeps getting bigger. I had this very sad conversation with somebody on Facebook once about one of these... I, I can't even remember the specifics of it, but one of these very vague, like, real thing, me, and I was like, dude... Honestly, no sarcasm. Let's just let's just talk about this. And this, this was this was just before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. I was like, we're getting a movie with Rocket Raccoon in it. Like, we won. Congratulations. Like, we took the gate off the hinges. It's it's everybody's welcome. Like, isn't that a good thing? And he goes, Whoa. I mean, really, the corporations won. Okay, dude. Like, <laughs> i I I am I hope that you are very comfortable. In the sadness hole that you've dug for yourself I hope that you can sleep well Um, but really I'm gonna be over here with the people enjoying my life and if you want to just sit in and mire in your your depression and your your anger you go right ahead but at this point people are offering you hands up and you don't want to get up that's cool too
0: but you know what part of it is though It's that uh, people aren't comfortable with the whole evolution of fandom. And and this stuff is more popular today than it ever has been. I mean, I I, I call it the golden age of geeks, you know, because all of a sudden, I mean, I I literally I've, I've had people call me and ask me questions like, so if superman's costume is made from the invulnerable blankets in which he was wrapped how did ma kent sew it together and i'm like i know the answer to that you know <laughs> which is really cool but, um, you know, yeah but the key is is that all of this stuff evolves yeah and you know, even something like superman you know 1938 And, you know, all right, (laughs) but now, today, Superman bears some resemblance to the original conception of the character. Yeah. But, you know, he... he, he, Not exactly, you know, I mean, because again, modern audiences have their own sensibilities and, you know, this capitalist hellscape in which we exist. <laughs> you know, the, the, our, our capitalist overlords recognize this and they want to make sure that they are presenting something that is going to be financially viable. And so it's like, oh yeah, well, we got to tweak this and adjust that and do whatever we need to do, you know, to make sure that we keep getting the butts in the seats or the eyes on the, you know, streaming numbers or, you know, whatever. We and, talked about this on
2: the podcast recently, that like, these things evolve, because um, MC had just for the first time watched the 1970s Superman movie. And he was like, I'm with this movie all the way until Superman flies around the Earth and makes time go backwards. And for anybody who's been with Superman for, for a while, <laughs> two thumbs down, <laughs> do not approve. Um, for anybody who's known about Superman for a while, at one point, Superman's powers were, I don't know, whatever. What can he do? Yeah, he can do that. Can he make a pizza just by thinking about it? Sure, why not? We'll add it into the uh, list of powers that he has. Shoot he was rainbows so out of his OP. fingertips. Yeah, he was so OP he could do whatever he wanted. Oh, mini Superman. Mm-hmm. Tiny little Superman. Tiny yeah, out Superman. Out of his fingertips, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just,
0: basically.
1: <laughs> what, you guys can't do that? Like, I mean,
2: All Kryptonians can do that, obviously. But the character evolved because at some point somebody was like, yo this is insane, let's tone this down a little bit. And people forget, and it it happens, we all forget, time goes on, time marches on, but like, Evolving is good, and, and one of the, the examples, I'm a really, really easy critic on just about anything, okay? For the most part, I will try to find enjoyment out of everything, because honestly, life's too short to like, be mad all the time. But like, my wife loves watching trash TV, like um, Real Housewives, for instance. She loves that show, and I will stand there at the back of the room, arms crossed, being like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> this is stupid. And then like 45 minutes, I'm like, Lisa Rinna said what? <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe, can you believe she did that? They're still talking about it. It's like five weeks later and they're still talking about it. I'd be mad too. Like I get invested in these things because it's fun. And like the reason why it's fun is because my wife enjoys it and I can enjoy that with her. Same thing. Like we watched um, Sweet Tooth together and I was like, I really, really want to watch this. And she was like, eh, it really isn't my thing. But she stuck with it. And by the end, she fell in love with Bobby, the little gopher boy. Oh, she loved him. Because like when all of the animal. Bobby people come together and they're hugging she's like watch out bobby small don't step
1: on him like don't squish bobby don't squish bobby like
2: that's that's the best thing about this man is is seeing somebody else get passionate about something seeing somebody else fall in love with something we watched the punisher together i didn't think she was going to enjoy that at all but at the end when he's got the guy down the cia guy and he's going to get his eyes with the thumb she's like oh my god he's going to take both of his eyes he's going to take both and i'm just like oh, yeah. jim ross <laughs> all right she was
1: excited <laughs> about this I was like the Metal chair. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing about this, though, man. Like, I have a 12 year old son, too, and watching him get excited about stuff that he's never seen, I, I made him watch the original. Let me, I didn't make him. <laughs> I was like, hey, dude, let's watch uh, the original Star Wars trilogy. We get to Empire Strikes Back, and it's that climactic scene. Spoiler alerts, by the way, it's like 40 years old. Um, no, I am your father. He turns and looks at me, and he goes, Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, he's not a robot? And I was like, no. He's like, what? And like, I could just see it like, noodling through his head. He's like, there's a dude inside of there? I'm like, yeah, man, it's not a robot.
0: Wow. Like, it he, he was
2: mind- It's <laughs> <That's> so messed <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> Ew. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> and then at the That's end, we, we watched Return of the Jedi. We watched Return of the Jedi, and I turned and looked at him during that scene when the Emperor's shocking the crap out of Luke, and Vader's doing the back and forth. And he goes- is, is he going to do anything? Is he going to save Luke? Dad, is he going to save Luke? Or is he... And like, he was getting upset, and then he picks him up and throws him in the thing, and he was like, that's good. Like, he's, he, was very, he, was very, he was very upset for a minute. He was like, this isn't cool. Like, he's letting his kid get shot. No, this is bad. Why would you make me watch this? No! <laughs> 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 because I was tortured as a child with things that yeah. probably should have been PG-13, okay? We no had s- to watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and they just cut open snakes, and all of that was appropriate for children. Have you watched 80s movies recently? <laughs> like... All of these movies that are like PG that are horrible—that's
0: a whole nother panel. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that could be an episode. You well, know? Hey, I mean, pers- I my personal favorite from there was when like, the guy reached in and pulled out the beating heart. But you know, we'll, we'll move aside with that. PG. Look, two things that I just want to interject really yeah. quick. Um, I love that you're You know, because the I'm way. I'm That's I'm awesome. a person of a certain generation, all right. And you know, I mean, I used to have hair. I mean, I've <laughs> earned all this gray in my beard. And you know, but I've also I've also been black my whole life. And, you know, I recognize that it's tough for some people, and, and I, I can appreciate that, but I had to decide. I didn't want to be on the wrong side of history with a lot of stuff, you know, I mean, and it's important to be progressive and to accept different ideas and new ways to look at things. And this, this fandom, it, it, at least for me, uh, you know, coming up, it was a way to bring people together not to separate us. And in some ways, this newfound popularity is kind of disturbing because I can remember getting like, you know, having to run home, you know, getting chased by the jocks and this kind of thing. And now we're doing the same kind of gatekeeping that we were victimized by, you know, a, a, at some point. And, you know, that that's just wrong. You know, I mean, you know, we need to embrace the core of all this, you know, which was it, the fact that there is so, as human beings, there is so much more that we share in common rather than the relatively minute things that tend to divide us. And yet, what we want to concentrate on are those things that divide us rather than the myriad things that we all share in common. And, you know, that's just, that's just a shame. Yeah. You know, And that's not what comics and science fiction and fantasy and even horror is all about. You know, I mean, the zombies are coming. Everybody, everybody, yeah. eleven is running. You know, yeah. it's like, oh <laughs> damn. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. zombies aren't racist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're here for everybody. <laughs> no, it's
1: racist, sexist. They got none of that. I mean, yeah, it's like it's, yum yum. You know, and you're right. It's 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 just perpetuating these cycles of abuse where, you know, you had something hor- had a horrible experience, and that was the other thing. The that the conversation I had with that dude on Facebook was talking about how he was bullied as a kid, and I'm like, great. You can stop it right here. Like you can just kill that dead, but instead you'd rather be like, well, you know, I, I earned my place. What are you talking about? Like, so there's, it's, it's two kinds of people. No one should suffer as I did, or I suffered and so why shouldn't you? Mm. And the latter doesn't help anybody. Like you aren't better off for excluding, you know, and like, let's let's call a spade a spade, like for excluding women and queer people and, and brown people and just like anybody that's not a straight white dude from your space, like that doesn't benefit people. Because if, if for no other reason, the fact that you can get different perspectives and hear from different people about All of these stories, like what does a black Superman look like? How does that function? Like, is is that you know, do do should we explore race from that angle? Or should we should we just say, no, this is Superman, this is this character, and you know, we aren't going to to delve into that arena? Like you can there's so many different perspectives that are so much they're just so worth hearing. And even beyond like more of what you like. You don't know what you like. You, li- you like the things you do, but there was a time when you were brand new to it and you were like, this is all foreign. This is all brand new. This is all like equally, e- uh, uh, equally uh, 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 I have equal inexperience with every aspect of this. So I like this thing, but now I only like this thing. Well, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, there's probably other versions of things. I keep coming back to Superman because he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, but, obviously. I mean, 80 years worth of stories with that character. You know what most of them are? Bad. They're real bad. <laughs> um, because that's just how creation works. Like, you, you keep throwing things at a wall to see what sticks. And, uh, uh, you know, sometimes... I mean, hey, sometimes writers are on a deadline. And you do what you do. And that's what it comes out. Um, but one of my favorite things is, honestly, when someone takes... Something like, something like Cardiac from Spider-Man, who was this like one-note, very kind of silly Spider-Man villain. But you know, Dan Slott read Spider has been reading Spider-Man for years, and so he's like, "Oh, I love Cardiac. He's great." And so I'm going to include this character who happens to be a black heart surgeon and a supervillain. I'm going to bring him in, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, redeem that character a little bit. And now. We've we've taken this thing that kind of sucked before and we've actually put this new coat of paint on it And how awesome is this? How great is it that we now have? uh, uh, Like a potential role model in this character like you can only do that if you have the experience and now You can get someone who's just now reading that story for the first time to go back and pick up comics from the 90s like that's cool, man. Like if if somebody's exposed to a new version of something and that's what they like and that's all they like, that's fine. But more than likely, if you enjoy the new thing, you're going to want more of it. And hey, here's this whole history of all these characters, of all these interlocking things. And that's great. Now you now now you get to be the person who's like, "Oh, well, I was reading that when I was like your age and I can tell you all about all these characters and I can tell you all about this universe and how, uh, um, how these, these, these creators interacted and, and like, I love the fact that I can, you know, when somebody brings up the dark Phoenix story, I can tell them this background meta story (laughs) about John Byrne and Chris Claremont and how a pissing contest between the two of them led to the death of Jean Gray. Like, That's cool. (laughs) That's exactly the kind of stuff I really get off on. And why wouldn't you want to share that? (laughs) It just doesn't compute. I don't get it beyond just like, well, because it's mine. So all right, dude, (laughs) take your ball and go home then. (laughs) Like, whatever.
2: I want everybody real quick to just to think about this for a second, okay? Typically, the the age range was like anywhere between like eight and 13 or 14. There was something that you caught, and we'll talk about that in just a second, too, uh, of how that's going to evolve. Something you caught on TV, flipping channels. For me, it was the sci-fi channel. I happened to catch Army of Darkness one day. I had never seen it before. I'm watching this. I'm like maybe 13, 14 years old. I'm watching this. I'm like, what is this? This is amazing. It's scary. It's funny. It's action-packed. Who is this Bruce Campbell guy? My God, he's hilarious. Like, all of a sudden, this thing that I had no exposure to whatsoever, I'm all like, this, this is incredible. I have to learn more about it. I still remember, like, riding my bike up the street to Blockbuster to see if I could get a copy of it so I could watch it again. Because, again, it was on cable, so I missed, like, half of it. But, like, I feel like everybody has something like that. At one point, you watched this thing. Or music's like that, too. You heard... Mine is rage against the machine. You hear it and you're just like, what is this? And why are they so mad? And why am I mad now, too? Like, it's awesome. It's awesome to feel that and to share that. And, like, the thing that I wouldn't say scares me, but I'm wondering how it's going to evolve is now with streaming services, people typically just go to their safe zone. They're like, all right, I want my comfort food. I want the office. Just constant loop of the office. Let me watch every episode over and over and over again. And there's nothing wrong with that. And especially in friggin' pandemic when you're just like, the world's on fire, everything's horrible, um, people still aren't getting vaccinated or wearing masks. Um, I wanna see Michael Scott
1: say some dumb stuff. Let me do that. Find your comfort wherever you can.
0: Exactly.
2: I'm wondering how we're going to evolve with this new streaming service when it comes to finding new stuff. Because right now the only way that I can—that I mean I can do it—but I don't know if everybody else will. But like I see something weird and I'm like, oh, all right, let me check out this documentary about Bigfoot. And then it's not even a documentary about Bigfoot. <laughs> like it was called Sasquatch. It wasn't even about Sas.
1: Oh, man, that made me. They mad. lied
2: to me. They <laughs> lied to me. They talk about Sasquatch for 20 minutes. They're like, okay, so the title is Sasquatch, right? Yeah. It turns out that's not even the thing. This guy's nickname was Sasquatch. So let's talk about weed in North Ca- Northern
1: California. And you're like, oh. It's it's right. the it's the offering the kid the spoonful of ice cream and then switching to broccoli right before they eat it <laughs> like that's all right I guess I'm gonna learn about crime fine I wanted to learn about cryptids man well so like the 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 thing that I really love about um, about streaming services and about all this access is now it's all at your fingertips there was a time where like I remember Peter Capaldi talking about um, people making fun of, like, the crappy effects on old Doctor Who episodes. And saying he's like, well, that was a thing. When you were, when we were watching it live, you were, like, ten years old, and a Cyberman would come on, and you would see it, and the image you saw wasn't what lived in your head. It was your interpretation of it. Like, that's what you saw, and it was Terrifying, and that was what stayed. And now people are able to kind of watch it and rewatch it and rewatch and rewatch it. And now you can you can you can pause it. And you can analyze like, oh, how you, like that's clearly like you know insulation and all these weird things. Um, so so the perspectives are different. I'm getting off a tangent. Point being, you can now if you see something you like. You can say, "Oh, I like this particular actor." I can search for Bruce Campbell on Netflix, and I get this whole list of everything that's in their catalog. Um, you're able to have like modern and you know like older experiences all at the same time. So, I mean, like a playlist on Spotify now, it's not going to be songs from the last ten years. It's gonna be songs from like the last fifty. So yeah. like, that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, I feel like we're getting the, uh, the the red light at this point. Um, it's almost yeah. We got one two minute. minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, I wanna I wanna wrap this up with with this. Um, thank you, all of you guys. Again, just just like I mentioned at the beginning, the fact that you took time out of your day to come by and see us do this is is humbling to say the least. Like that anybody cares about the dumb things that flow out of my mouth is <laughs> is awesome. Um, it blew me away, like to tears. Um, because one of the things that I mentioned earlier, Jess, um, we got to 150,000 subscribers on the podcast last year and Jess made a video for me just saying like, congratulations. And like me, I'm like on the couch weeping like a baby and my wife's like, what are you, why are you crying? I'm like,
1: because Jess made a video about GGR (laughs) like, it was,
2: it was just like, it's so cool. And like, that's an old stigma too. Guys can't show their emotions. Uh, They can't talk about the things like look you see this guy right here. See stitch my son put this in my backpack this morning He's like I know you're nervous. I know you're anxious take stitch with you It'll, it'll be better and I'm like Yeah, okay. Yeah, I feel better now. We'll make it better. Yeah, I got I got stitch. Yeah, I do feel better. Yeah. Yeah Be open like, be, be the ambassador. Be the person that, that you would want to have met when you were a kid. When you were like, man, this Batman dude that I just saw in this movie with Michael Keaton, that was really cool. Like, I want to learn more about Batman. Be the person that you would have liked to have seen when you were eight. Who would say, this is, here, read these comic books. They're really cool. Watch this animated series. Oh, as a matter of fact, um, I know you just watched this movie on VHS. They're coming out with an animated series that'll be on Fox, and you can watch it every day when you come home from school and it's by people who know what they're talking about. That's the kind of person that I would want to have had when I was a kid, instead of people making fun of me for liking this thing, or you don't know enough about it. So that's, that's the big thing, is like all of us have exhibited that in one way, shape, or form. MC has done that. Like, I, I empower all of you guys to do the same, and I'm sure that you are. That's why you're here, right? Like, we want everybody to enjoy the things that we love and we want to share that. So if you guys have any parting remarks, please.
0: The, the- Oh, I'm sorry. You no, no, up. I was going to say you summed it up quite nicely. <laughs>
1: the <laughs> best you. advice I ever got was I went into the computer lab at school and um, two friends of mine were watching Sailor Moon. And I've never been a particularly big guy in anime. And I would sit down and I'm like, oh, Sailor Moon, and said something stupid. And my friend Felicia pauses it and she looks at me and she goes, it's okay, not everything's for you. And then she looked away from me and kept watching her show. And it was so Perfect. It was so succinct and direct of like, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about the thing that you don't like, that you don't know anything about. That SpongeBob meme, the rainbow, it, nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, and it is, it is, it's something that I've taken with, and I've talked, about, talked to her about this many times. And she's like, I'm happy that I've had such a profound effect on you. Um, but it was just, he, I had to hear someone. I, it's, a, it's a bummer that I had to, but I had to hear someone be like, dude, yep. just stop. Like you're not helping you're not adding to anything like we enjoy this why are you here to crap on it yeah. um i wish more people could realize even if it's 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 the genre you like even if it's a a franchise you like this part of it doesn't necessarily have to be for you but if it is and if for somebody somebody else and they're interested you you don't have to be you get to be the yeah. person that can show them all the other things that you do like and maybe their comprehension of of that and their enjoyment of the new thing, you'll now have an appreciation for the new thing. Um, but yeah, it's... Just don't be a dick. That's really what it comes down to. You literally like, have don't don't a catchphrase. Don't be a juice bag. Juice bag. Don't yeah, be a that's juice for, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. My, son, my son said that once when he was really little because um, I probably shouldn't have said it in front of him, but I called somebody a, a douchebag, bag. And he looks at me and he goes, Dad, what's a juice bag? And I was like oh my god, that's better. (laughs) I'm gonna use that, and that became the catchphrase. Um, We're at time, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for showing up. Um, Thank you so much, uh, thank you. We've got got business cards up there if you guys wanna see how to follow us on social media. Plus we got stickers, I made stickers for you. Take stickers, please. (laughs) They're for you, enjoy. Thank you guys very much.